You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi everyone! Welcome to a very special episode of Reporting is Eligible. Um, we're we're putting in a little extra time because after we recorded, a bunch of crazy news broke, and if we don't talk about it, it'll seem ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, really quick intro. With me, as always, in Urban Wautosa, I have. Hey, it's your special guest from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I'm J.R. Radcliffe, Thanks trending for, sports reporter. Thank you for making time, J.R. Um, Matt is dealing with a milk emergency, so um, he, he's on the regular yeah. podcast. You can hear him if you need to on that. Um, and his A.J. Dillon interview with, seems like a year ago. but Yeah, uh, that was a long time ago now. Right? Um, but l- we could just jump right into it, which is that the news of the day is Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. And I would argue that's not actually the news no, of the day, is it? That's the first part, though. You, you can't have the second part without the True. first part. True. And um, in addition to that, it was revealed that he is, in fact, not vaccinated, which is huge news because he lied to reporters and said that he was vaccinated several months ago. Um, the fallout from that is ongoing. It's an open question as to whether the Packers adhered to or violated the COVID protocols because of this. Um, I, I would listen to Andrew Brandt earlier, who seemed to think that they actually have, by the letter of the law, adhered to them. But uh, the, the NFL is making some noise about conducting an investigation into the Packers now. So it's a big mess. Um, it, uh, it's layered in technicalities and, and parsing language. And uh, it, it's, it's super annoying. And uh, Aaron is just, I wrote about him being a putz earlier, and he is just the biggest putz in the world. So... I don't know, Jr. Where do you want to start? You want to start? Oh, with, where? So, I want to start with parsing what immunized versus um, vaccinated, or yes. Okay. Well, I mean, yes, because to be specific, what Aaron Rodgers said when asked specifically, "Is he vaccinated?" He said, "Yeah, I've been immunized," and according to language of the CDC or many other places, immunized implies a vaccination. That that is how you have been treated for the COVID nineteen vaccine. Now, there is reporting out there. Uh, not yet from the J, not from JS Online, I should point out, but uh, <laughs> reporting that uh, that Rogers sought to get an exception with the NFL for alternative treatment, uh, sort of a holistic medicine approach, not super sanctioned by anybody, nope. and therefore not accepted by the NFL or the NFLPA as truly vaccinated. So we should point out that it's in his mind, in Aaron Rodgers' mind, it's quite possible he sees himself as immunized or even possibly if, if we want to get to the very specific specificity of the word he sees himself as vaccinated he sees himself as protected from the virus the nfl does not agree with that assessment you know there's the deeper story of why why people will seek any 
any method of, of keeping themselves safe from this virus, except for the one specifically engineered in a lab by genius scientists over the course of many, many years, the research that built up to this, why, why they would not seek that specific remedy and go for literally anything else mm -hmm. that remains to be determined, seen, I don't know. The, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a little bit different is is not news to us. We know, we've always known that he looks at the world a little different. He likes to think of himself as a contrarian, fine. He likes to think of himself as pretty smart, pretty intelligent. I think for the most part, that's true. I think he is, in, in many cases, one of the smartest people in the room. Unfortunately, sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. And, and in this case, it, it certainly rubs me the wrong way uh, because he seems to think that he has an alternative that is better than, than what, what is approved in the United States of America as one of the many, many potential vaccines he could take to resolve the issue. Um, I think the new part here is is the is the the deceit, and if you don't want to call it lying, you don't have to. But at the very least, it's misleading. It's deceitful. You know, he has he said he's 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 smart enough to know that when he implies immunization, he knows that 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 will lead people to believe that he has taken an NFL approved remedy for the COVID nineteen virus. So he 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 certainly allowed that assumption to be made. He didn't disagree with anyone's premise when follow-up questions were asked that sort of went on the implication that he had been vaccinated against COVID-19, vaccinated with one of these specific vaccines. So he, he knew what he was doing. He knew that he was misleading people and uh, he seems to have no problem with that. And I don't know why he didn't think that wouldn't come up eventually. I mean, there's it's, it's a 53-man roster and there's a million people in the building. I don't know how it hasn't come out yet, but here we are. Finally, there is well, I should. I mean, I shouldn't say finally. No one wants. Nobody wants anybody to get COVID nineteen. But this then ends up being the trigger that sort of releases this information. Yeah, I don't know what he thought was going to happen, and uh, I'm I'm happy to parse. Uh, like, people are making way too much out of parsing immunized versus vaccinated. Like, he maybe maybe thought he was being clever there, but he he wasn't. That that's it means the same thing. Um, and, and what does it what does it do if he's using the technically correct language there? It doesn't get him out of anything. It's all it court of public not. opinion anyway. Yeah. What we're talking about here, yeah, it doesn't save him any sanctions. It's it it saves him nothing. It's it's a it's a lie. It because for one thing, he can claim that he's gotten all of the homeopathic remedies he wants. Fact of the matter is, he's not immunized. It, it, it's still a lie. He might believe it's not a lie, but it, it's a uh, it, it's. It, it, it's a lie in spirit and in fact. It's a lie in spirit because the question was, are you vaccinated? And he answered yes. And it's a lie in fact because uh, he maybe is trying to parse that he was immunized and he's not immunized. It just as a matter of fact, homeopathic remedies don't do anything. They are frauds and scams. And um, he is not an, immune to COVID-19 in any way, shape, or form by virtue of having done some nonsense um, out west somewhere. So... Um, that it, it's a it's a bad look he is as you know as i mentioned frequently not a good guy aaron Rodgers is a bad guy and this is the kind also kind of a coward like there's a lot of unvaccinated players who just come out and tell you that they're unvaccinated like kirk cousins is, is an idiot but at we have bagged on kirk cousins yeah. but at least the man just uh, tells people where he stands yeah aaron Rodgers is trying to trying to have this both ways and um you know tr trying to keep the love of everybody um, who is trying to do the right thing and get vaccinated and protect their loved ones and family members um, versus, uh, you know, also trying to be ambiguous and be the, you know, alternative dude bro that he is sometimes. Um, that's cowardly. Like, like pick one and run with it. I, I wouldn't like it if he was openly unvaccinated, but I would like it better than having a, a guy lie to my face about it and then having a surprise, um, you know, missed game pop up. Uh, that's that's very very obnoxious so
there are going to be those who say that he should be entitled to lie because it, it is it is in fact for athletes a no win situation. I mean, the winning would be just get vaccinated and then you don't have to worry about it. But yeah. you know that's that's a moral issue uh, and, and something I feel very strongly about. But athletes, if you're looking at it objectively, if they decline to answer those questions, it is assumed that they are not vaccinated. It is almost a condemnation that they are not vaccinated. And half the population at the very least, in fact, probably slightly more than half, Mm -hmm. will view that person as a problem and absolutely uh, a risk to the team succeeding because he could get his teammates sick. That is all true. He could miss games. That is going to happen and, and, and cause, you know, cause the Packers to lose games. He'd rather do that then increases chances of getting of getting healthy i mean we've, we've said this before so there's that if you answer affirmatively you know then sure you could be lying and and that and that sucks but like athletes are in a rock and a hard place where they can't be fully truthful and expect if they are fully truthful they know they're going to get blowback many athletes are comfortable with that they don't care kirk cousins does not care nope. aaron Rodgers, we've seen over the years he does care and so I'm sure there are going to be many who feel that lying was his only way out. Or, you know, again, they're not going to say, if you don't <laughs> want to call it lying, being just completely deceitful was his way out. So, I mean, you could take that or leave that. And it, 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 there are going to be people who say he owes us nothing. He doesn't, he doesn't have to disclose his health information. He doesn't have to have what is recommended by a doctor to, to do his job and to, you know, to be an athlete that people look up to. There are going to be people who say that. I, I am not one of those people, but, uh, it is it, it is a difficult spot. That's the best. That's the the most generous I can be to Aaron Rodgers here. Is that this is this is a tough call, and he doesn't necessarily owe it to tell the truth, but then he has to live with the consequences of that he's a liar. Yeah, it, and that's very deferential. Uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is that um, you get asked a question, and you can either live with the consequences of your decision, or live with the consequences of your lying, or just do the right thing. And I got no sympathy for either one of the back two. Um, and this is, this is di- like, I don't like it when this particular issue is lumped in with other health things. If Aaron Rodgers has a concussion or a sprained knee or anything like that and lies about it, there is no harm done to anybody um, at all. If Aaron Rodgers has COVID-19 and goes to a Halloween party, a uh, densely populated one, or um, has stands in a closed room with lots of reporters um, speaking loudly unmasked, um, that has negative consequences to those people. Uh, and you, I think, are morally obligated to disclose that you're unvaccinated in a scenario like that because you can do real harm to people. I mean, not every reporter is a spring chicken. There's, there's old guys in that room. There's, there are people around Aaron Rodgers with some routine who are in that uh, classification that is routinely harmed badly by getting COVID-19. So um, you, you, just, you can't be doing that. Uh, hiding this is not the same as other, in- this is not normal health information. In a pandemic, dealing with a contagious disease, uh, privacy is different than it is with other things that afflict you because um, it afflicts other people. It uh, not to bring this into it, because I, I use this analogy and then something happened that brought this analogy to the forefront. But um, the vaccine thing is um, a little bit like drunk driving. Uh, if you get in a car, if you get behind a wheel of a car and you're drunk, you won't, maybe you won't kill somebody, but your odds go up of killing somebody. Um, if you don't drink, your odds go way down of killing somebody. Um, 
the argument uh, that you get all the time from anti-vaxxers is, well, it doesn't prevent the spread. It doesn't prevent people getting sick. Devontae Adams, he got he's vaccinated and he got COVID-19. Yeah, that's true. But we have giant, huge statistics, and it reduces your odds of hurting other people drastically and of yourself drastically. And we know this because we study these things, and this is all public information at this point. So yeah. um, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a very selfish act by Rogers, but it's not even really selfish because he hurts himself by doing it too. Yeah, and obviously, I, I, I know the Henry Ruggs situation is top of mind. No one thinks this is that that bad because Henry Ruggs did kill somebody, and yep. that's, that sucks, and he got released, and he is going to live with that for the rest of his life. He's going to face legal consequences, of course. That's that's not what this is. Uh, I, I, would, I would also probably argue it's not as bad as the Ryan Braun situation from over, well, not over, but a decade ago because he he lied in no uncertain terms and made it very clear and, and brought some collateral damage with him. He did. Uh, but... But PEDs aren't hurting anybody else. You know, like he wanted to get an advantage. Yes, deceitful, terrible. I definitely lost a portion of the fan base. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will lose quite that significant a portion of the fan base because of this action. However, <laughs> like you said, this deceitful action could directly hurt somebody yeah. else. And, and the thing is, we will never know that. We will never know if he infects somebody who is weaker and who winds up getting hospitalized because of it. I mean, the, the reporters who are in that room are masked, for example. They are distant from the podium. There's, you know, there are some mitigation efforts going on. There is a, I would say, decent chance nobody gets hurt and it's fine. Much like when many people drive drunk, they get home safely. Exactly. You know, like that's it's, it's all about a percentage increase here. And, and the fact is he he took it upon himself to increase the percentage of harm to people around him that he did. So we should probably move, move on to the, uh, well, not move on. Cause this is a fascinating topic. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's so many layers to this, like how it was able to be kept quiet, the fallout of how, how teammates look at him. I mean, we talked about with Kirk cousins, how when your leader isn't leading, you know, isn't, isn't practicing what we consider to be the virtuous path or the good path. It's, it's, you're not going to see people follow it. And you got to think there are people on that team that are, frustrated that Aaron Rodgers gets special treatment that he was able to live under the 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 I don't know what the term is auspices of right of like having been vaccinated that's wild to me if you're Alan Lazard and you're doing I mean not to make Alan Lazard anything of a hero because he's not but if you're Alan Lazard and you're unvaccinated and you miss a game because of close contact and you're doing all of your interviews via zoom because you're adhering to the rules and you're having to wear the masks all the time and adhere to the very strict rules about where you can go and what you can do and then you see Aaron doing press conferences, no mask, walking around. No, like that's that's got to rub you the wrong way. Um, uh, like I, I I would be mad about that. Um, and like I don't necessarily even want to get the the backing of the anti-vax group in the team. But realistically speaking, we know a lot of the Packers were not vaccinated, and seeing Aaron get special treatment probably makes them mad, and it probably makes the people who have gotten vaccinated and done the right thing and would like to win this game against Kansas City even matter. So it's not good for the locker room. It's going to bring NFL scrutiny on the team. Um, I'm sure the coaches just hate it. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, who knows how that relationship works in, in the first place, because Aaron, again, is kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it, this is bad for the locker room. It's bad for the talent on the field. It's bad for it's bad for everything. Yeah, and, and there there's, gosh, there's just so much. There's... You know, should should reporters have asked a follow up? You know, I, I I personally don't think really because there was no indication. And as as I've dug into the COVID rules, you start to realize there maybe didn't need to be an indication. Like players are allowed to be at practice if they're competing, they're allowed to be there fully unmasked. Yep. So there's not necessarily. It sounds like it, like we said earlier, Aaron Rodgers followed all the letter of the law in yes. the building. 
in the building. So it's not like there are it's potentially there are no violations here now there's this halloween party to unpack but you know he he led everybody to believe knowing what he was doing that he was fully compliant he was not compliant whether or not he thinks his his method works he wasn't compliant and he let people think he was so that's yeah there have got to be players who are frustrated by that and and personnel who are frustrated by that but they don't want to they don't want to speak out because speak out against aaron Rodgers is is doom it would be like you know, it's like openly suggesting the Brewers should move on from Bob Euchre or Giannis might not be the, the Prince Charming that we've all let him to be. Like, you know, that's a third rail. You're not going to touch that. So I, yep. I, that's that's a very that's a very toxic situation. It is, and really. Matt LaFleur punted on it today, though. Even his response of that's a good question for Aaron is a little under the bus. There was throwing. an edge to it. There yep. was an edge to Definitely it. Definitely an edge to it. Aaron Jones pulled a HIPAA and just deferred <laughs> there, which. Um, uh, you know what, though? And, and I hate that. But like. Why should these players have to answer for Aaron Rodgers? Yep. You know, I, I, it's not that's not on them. It's it's more annoying when it's for their own status than in this case. I'm kind of like it's the same as a I don't want to talk about that, which is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, so. no comment. Fine, <laughs> it's fine. You don't want to tick people off with the whole no comment. Fine, but like, folks, HIPAA only applies to medical professionals. If you are not an MD, or there are others that fit the bill there, but if you are not a doctor, you do not get to invoke HIPAA like it's the Fifth Amendment. Okay, yep. just just don't. But whatever, that's fine. That's fine for Aaron Jones. No, no problem there. Okay, so Jordan Love is going to be quarterbacking against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. The line has moved a full touchdown. Sure did. No one now thinks the Packers are going to win. I actually would not rule it out because I just saw them with a very slimmed down, uh, you know, plan beat a very good Arizona Cardinals team without any receivers. They were able to pull it off. They're getting some of those receivers back. We yeah. know Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling are coming back. You know, this is... In a way, I didn't dream there could be a scenario where Jordan Love could be in a, in a situation where he he basically can do whatever, and it's not looked at as a failure. I always thought Jordan Love was in a lose lose situation. He either tanks and everyone hates him, or he's better than you know he's good enough, and people are like, well, he's still not Aaron Rodgers, you know. In this case, he can go out against the Chiefs and really just do whatever, and and he's going to be appreciated for it. It's an opportunity for him. Like everyone is going to be on his side here. Yep. So that's kind of. That's kind of awesome if we're looking for a silver lining. Um, I, I would not rule out them hanging with the Chiefs. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. Like I, I just don't think they can win without Aaron Rodgers. But I, I I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think they might. I wouldn't bet on it. But the worst thing that they have working against them is it's Wednesday. And yeah. they lost prep time. Because you could definitely put up a game plan in place that plays to Jordan Love's strengths against the Chiefs. There's lots to exploit on the Chiefs' defense. But having lost two days in which to do it, is a big hit because the game plan for Aaron Rodgers with Adams back, not by the way, who's not back yet, um, but with people, with all the receivers back, is a lot different. And um, Remember though, Devontae went out early in a week when they played on Thursday, so they just did this. Yes, also true. They did just do this. Um, But like the way to look at how to beat the Chiefs with Jordan Love, I think, is more of the 49ers Garoppolo plan, which usually works pretty good, even though Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. And I think the way to view victory here is how much better or worse than Jimmy Garoppolo do you think Jordan Love is? Because um, one of the things that Rodgers does that goes against plan a lot is um, you know, he has a lot of latitude at the line of scrimmage. He, he, call, he checks out of plays. He runs the play clock down to get things perfectly. Um, he does his own thing a lot of the time, you know, within structure, but still his own thing. And Jordan Love's not going to do that as much. He's going to run the LaFleur plan a lot more closely. Um, that has some advantages. Uh, Rodgers is often inefficient with some of the throws he makes, trusting Adams to just generate yards. 
and Love's probably going to benefit more from his mobility, some more trick plays, um, and there's a, there's a path to victory there because um, the 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 Lafleur Shanahan offense can work pretty well with a substandard quarterback if the quarterback runs it a little more tightly. So um, it's a matter of do they have time to get that in place? Do, is the locker room just a huge mess of not paying attention and getting angry at people? Um, but uh, this is a good defense to do that against. There's a lot of ways to. Um, beat the Kansas City defense. It's, it's easy to get them out of position. They're not good at tackling. They don't cover people well. Like You can definitely scheme guys wide open, and Love just has to make throws. We also haven't seen Love with the first team very much, and certainly not with a, anything other than a vanilla game plan. So um, I, I, we, we're still in the situation where we know nothing about him. Uh, we've seen him play in the preseason, but you can't take too much away from that. With, with a fully loaded offense and running a, a, a tailored game plan against a subpar opponent, he might be able to do something. Um, it's not like Kansas City's going to stop. I mean, they, the Giants, the, the big thing here is the Giants just scored 17 points on them. Uh, so it's not like they can't stop anybody. If you run a bad offense, they'll stop you. But uh, the Packers have the tools to score points. And I think their defense is good enough, given Kansas City's struggles, to keep this game close. Yeah, and obviously the part that's missing is no secret. There's the half that is LaFleur scheming, and then there's the half where on improvisation you you trust that Aaron Rodgers can make at least at least three to five plays a game that most quarterbacks cannot make Mm -hmm. you obviously won't get that with Jordan Love but you do on the other hand like you mentioned get that mobility back and uh, and maybe that's a key that they can they can exploit and and obviously the running backs just came off a really great game so we know that they're you know that they're playing at a really high level right now there's the question of David Bakhtiari coming back I would venture to guess they maybe were thinking about holding him out anyway this is an AFC game it is one of the least important games on the schedule yep. in terms of tiebreakers and everything. I mean, they're in a they're in a, a tightly contested battle for the top seeds. So like every game is important, but this is this is one you can afford and absorb. So I'm guessing I would I would have to guess they just sort of slow walk David Bakhtiari now. I mean, yeah, not not that they're punting in any way, shape, or form. We talked about punting on the Arizona podcast it looks stupid like <laughs> it's a good thing they didn't do that they were bad those first two series i thought oh we're getting toward that point and they never did and it's a good thing yep. but um but you know that it's still a situation where the odds of winning are lower you might just want to let him go one more week uh because he is so important i i, I have no idea <laughs> probably smart we also news that went under the radar um we learned that josh meyer had uh knee surgery and is likely out longer than we all thought originally though his season is not officially over yet so. Yeah, and did you see Isaac Yadam went in COVID nineteen protocol? Yeah, too? sure did. I totally missed that. That's so funny. It was eclipsed by the. I mean, it's not funny, but it was eclipsed by the, uh, by the bigger news, of course. But uh, COVID is going through. I mean, we we learned Kurt Bankert yesterday. Maybe we should yep. have paid attention to that and thought, oh, that's a concern. AJ uh, AJ Green on the Cardinals also in the protocol. Oh, interesting. Wow. So. This is a uh, it's it's frightening because it could easily be three more names tomorrow, even if they're vaccinated. Yep. And and that that's going to make it really tough for them to to be able to make it for Sunday. It's it's possible still if they are vaccinated, they get through with back to back 24 hour uh, neg- 24 hours in between negative tests. The the unvaccinated, the, the difference between those two, the big thing is that 10 day mandatory wait between returning to practice and games. If you are vaccinated, you only have to get two negative tests in 24 hours time, and that's it. you know, with 24 hours in between. And that's it. That's why Devontae Adams maybe, you know, almost could play. Uh, we weren't sure. For, we weren't positive until basically Thursday morning that he wasn't going to play against Arizona because at least as reports have indicated, he is vaccinated. Yep. So do you think this impacts the Aaron Rodgers legacy? And if so, how how bad or 
you know, what, what do you think long term? I know, I know, we're not going to love him as much. But... I think uh, it it will polarize people on him even more because um, it, it's you can kind of pretend a guy isn't a jerk for a long time if he's a great player, um, but eventually jerks always kind of reveal themselves to be jerks and. It, amongst a certain segment of the fan base, this will probably make him more popular. Um, th- those those folks exist, um, but that's I think the main the main thing that's going to happen here is his legacy is going to be split amongst people who are like, uh, he was always a jerk. I'm glad he you know he was good for the team, but I, I don't miss him. And a bunch of people that'll be like, ah, uh, he he did his own thing. I like that about him. And uh, yeah, so uh, it was I think universe. Rogers had pretty universal love for a lot of his career. And I, that ship has sailed. That's not happening anymore. Yeah, and and obviously this has been brought up before that he's a guy who's sensitive and doesn't, uh, you know, he wants wants his fans to love him. And honestly, I feel like that's a pretty traditional need or or preference. Yep. Certainly, um, this certainly sounds like that's what's happening. He didn't want. He both wanted to to not have to take the vaccine and also didn't want his fans to judge him for it. And so he, that's that's where the misdirection comes in. And you know because because that you know, lying in that press conference again, has no real tangible effect. The NFL knew he wasn't vaccinated. Surely the team did too. So it's not like him, you know, the only thing that preserves is the court of public opinion. That's the only thing that really matters in that case, you know, unless, unless we do find out he was lying in certain other circumstances and then not following protocols, but we haven't, we haven't learned that part of it yet. So he purely just didn't want people to think less of him. And, you know, in in some sense, like, again, I, I, I understand that. I understand that, that, that impulse, but when you're a leader of a team and this visible, I, I think you're just, yes, you're put in a bad situation where you sort of have to, I don't want to say pick a side, but you sort of have to choose your path. Yep. And, uh, and, and for all to see, that's, that's sort of the nature of being a public figure like that. And uh, he, he tried to try to hide it for as long as he could, I guess. That's, that seems to be the case. So, I mean, my hope now is that love comes in and just blows the doors off of the Chiefs. I don't think it'll happen, but um, (laughs) what I would like to develop out of this is a quarterback controversy. Um, And uh, I mean, man, that is wishful thinking. They won't they won't. I mean, they won't go away from Rodgers, even if he lights up the Chiefs because the Chiefs are bad. But what I want is the underlying understanding of, oh, maybe he's better than we all thought. And Rodgers having that in his head for the whole rest of the year. That's uh, that's what I would like to see happen now. Is it 2007? I'm trying to think this Cowboys game that Aaron Rodgers came in because Brett Favre had a concussion and he played very, very well. I believe ultimately, though, got hurt himself. He broke his leg in that game. Yeah. Yes. So so that's a loss in late 2007. That's the season that the Packers, that's Brett Favre's last season. It ends in the NFC Championship game at Lambeau against the New York Giants. Uh, Rodgers went 18 of 26, 201 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. I mean, that was sort of a there was a, a mini landmark moment in Aaron Rodgers career where it was like, Oh, you know, he's, he's, he's not bad. I mean, he's 20, he's just 23 years old at that point. And uh, you know, you got to see, okay, well they held in against a very good team on the road without Brett Favre and the, you know, goes out early in the game and they were able to hold it together. That was uh that was definitely a memory that I have. And maybe, maybe we see something similar out of Jordan love. He's not even going to be thrown quite into the fire as badly as Rogers was because true. He's they do have a time. few days. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, that would be amazing. I don't. I mean, I envision the quarterback controversy will manifest itself, such as Rodgers comes back, but then there is less consternation about him leaving the franchise after the season. That's kind of yep. that's kind of how I think that manifests. It's certainly not going to be a question of who plays if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, but uh, but it, it would it would certainly be interesting if he shows up and is like actually pretty good. My guess is he's somewhere in between. He's not terrible. Probably he's not great. Yeah, but he's fine. He's doable. 
Oh, I think that's probably what you land on too. Yeah. All right. All right. Emergent? Have we done an emergency reporting as eligible before? I don't think we have. I think this is unprecedented, which is kind <laughs> of insane given how crazy this whole thing yeah. has been. All right. Yeah, we should have done one after the NFC Championship loss, probably. Yeah, but... probably so. Oh, but well. we've got to find time to. All right. Well, um, that is that on Aaron. Um, it, I, I will probably be re- – whatever feed you get this on, it'll be either stitched to the big pot or independent or whatever, but it'll be out there. Uh, and, uh, well, it'll be an interesting game on Sunday. Nothing else. I don't, I don't, know, if I, sure I don't, know, if, I don't know if I want to say enjoy the game. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of fascinated now. Like this game, uh, this game had my interest for sure, but now it definitely has my attention. Yep. Uh-huh. Totally so. Uh, also, there will be a mini pod later this week breaking down the actual like strategy and stuff in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Which is, who cares? And, and and a fun tech mobile simulation where Aaron Rodgers is benched. So we got all that to look forward to later. Uh, nice, nice. All right. Have a nice we'll rest it. of the week and enjoy the game on Sunday. Yeah!